This is First Date Stories, the podcast, the show where women in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond talk all about the first dates they've been on. From the wildly successful to the completely disastrous and everything in between. Here's your host, Jody Klein, founder of FirstDateStories.com. First dates are about exploring whether there's compatibility and chemistry between two people. So what do you do when the man you're meeting brings someone else with him on the date? That's the unexpected circumstance that Lori, my guest this episode, found herself in. Lori is a divorced 47-year-old woman who'd been on Match.com for six months. Have a listen to what happened when she went on a date with Peter. Here's Lori's first date story. Lori, welcome to the podcast. Really delighted to have you on today. Thank you, Jody. It is such a pleasure to be here. We're going to talk about your first date with Peter. Oh, thank you. (laughs) But first, let's talk a bit about you. So I'm 47 years old, and um, I have two boys. They're ages 14 and 15. I am a fashion stylist. I am a divorcee. I've been divorced for, well, actually separated from my ex-husband for five years. We got divorced four years ago, and three years ago, I started dating my now boyfriend. And uh, as of two months ago, we um, started living together and have blended our families. And that was after several months of dating and trying to sift through to find the one. Mm. Now, the date we're going to talk about today is not a date you had with your boyfriend. No. (laughs) It's a date you had with someone who did not become your boyfriend. That's right. How did you meet Peter? I met Peter on Match.com. Were you on Match for a while before you met him? I was on Match for about um, maybe six months. Do you remember, did you contact Peter? Did Peter contact you? Peter contacted me. I was pretty shy about reaching out to men in, in the beginning, anyway. How did he approach it? Did he like you? Did he email you? What did he do? Well, there was a like to a few of my photos, and then he emailed me directly, and he said that he thought my profile was interesting, and would I be interested in getting together and going, you know, having a date, having, um, I think he first proposed like coffee or, or a, a drink or something. You checked out his profile. Checked out his profile. And what'd you think? And I thought he had a great profile. He had a nice smile on his face. He seemed like he was um, just a good quality person. And so I um, I wanted to get to know him a little better, but I felt more comfortable if we had a phone conversation first. So we did that. How did that conversation go? It went really well. I kept it short. I had learned over time to not talk too long on the phone or have too much texting going on. So we kept the phone conversation short, and then we agreed actually to go for a walk. A walk. Yeah, went a, no coffee, walk. No, no drink. Coffee, just no drink. do like, something you know, outdoors. Just something different. So we went for a walk along the beach. And um, and so, yes, yeah, so that's what we did. <laughs> do you remember how you were feeling before you met him at the beach that day? I was excited. I thought, you know, this seems like a real quality guy. He was sincere. He was kind. And I, I was happy that he um, he actually suggested the walk, which was great. And so I was, I was excited, probably a little bit nervous, of course, and not, not sure what to expect because a lot of times, you know, 
meeting somebody or talking with somebody over the phone or viewing their profile is doesn't obviously give you a full view of what they really are. Were you nervous in the way that you told people what you, where you were going to go? Yes, I always told people where I was going to go, for sure. And I never let anybody pick me up before the first date. That's very wise. Mm-hmm. Very wise. And I never let them know where I lived either. Also, very wise. Mm-hmm. You met him at the beach at a parking lot? How did you guys rendezvous? Yeah, we know we met, uh, yes, it was in the parking lot. You know, a certain area of the parking lot is where we, um, where we met up. And I recognized him from his profile picture. But what I didn't recognize was that he had a dog. I didn't recognize his dog because the dog was not in the profile picture, but he actually showed up on the date with his dog. Surprise! Thought, okay, so here we go. <laughs> Three of you on a date. Company. That's right. So, um, so his dog was there, and it was a little bit of a surprise because it ended up being a distraction. Are you a dog person? You know, I I feel bad saying that I'm not, and it's only because I didn't have a dog growing up, and I like dogs, but I don't relate to dogs the same way that dog people do. Right, I get that. Right, so it was a little tough, and I was like, gosh, you know, I, I was nervous because, you know, here I am meeting this guy, and then I'm like, well, I have to make a good impression because he has a dog, and like, how do I juggle that, and meeting him, and being myself, etc. So... <laughs> It definitely threw things off a bit. That That's a lot. Right. How do I get along with him? How do I get along with the dog? Exactly. How do I keep the dog away from me because it just wants to lick me? <laughs> it was a surprise. Yeah. How did you handle it ultimately? I mean, I just tried to handle it. I mean, I tried to give the dog a little, as much attention as I could without, but I was really more focused on meeting him and talking with him and getting to know him. So the dog was a distraction, but I tried to be polite. And what did he do? How did he handle the fact that he was well, with you, thing, but also had his dog? So, you know, because he obviously was such a dog person, he started like talking to me through the dog. So <laughs> talking to you through the dog, Lori, I don't even understand no, that. Isn't that kind of crazy? So you'd say, oh, well, Lori Muffy wants to know if, you know, if, if, you know, if you're doing okay, or do you have enough room over there where you're walking? I mean, she was, he would ask me questions like through the dog. You're kidding. And so I was like, oh gosh, how do I answer? Do I answer through the dog or do I answer like, I'm just, it's just me. I mean, like I'm talking to the dog. So it got to be a little crazy. Oh my goodness. I know. And it was definitely, and I was so bummed because literally like he seemed like such a good catch. I mean, he had like all the credentials I was looking for on paper. I'm going to say credentials. Like it just seems like he had like really good values. He was polite. He was well written. He was attractive. And I thought, gosh, he has, this guy seems like a good catch. But then, you know, he was attached to his dog. And we couldn't, it was just a distraction. And because I'm not like the, you know, quote unquote dog person, I just had a hard time relating. I mean, right? Did he look at the dog and say, (laughs) ask the question to the dog? Or did he look at you and ask the question? He would look at the dog first, then he would look at me. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he was channeling the question through the dog. So it wasn't yes. what he wanted to know. It was what the dog it, wanted you know, to know. At the end of the day, how I felt about it was that he was a little shy and feeling insecure. So he was using the dog like as a way to talk to me because he was like just insecure. The dog was like his crutch. Yeah. I think that was probably I a very know. astute observation, oh my but goodness, still. It, was, it was crazy. It was, that was the only time that ever happened on my dates. Uh, you guys strolled along the beach he strolled along the beach and he talked to you through his dog and you talked back to him directly
So the next day I got a text from him and he asked me if I wanted to go paddle boarding. Actually, we talked about paddle boarding during the date and saying I had told him how I had always wanted to try it. So actually he didn't ask me. He asked me through his dog. His dog basically asked me if I wanted to go paddle boarding, not only just paddle boarding, but paddle boarding in Hawaii. And so <laughs> that question came to me. <laughs> you don't live in Hawaii. I don't live in Hawaii. Right. And he sent me a photo of his dog saying, oh, Muffy is wondering if you want to go paddleboarding in Hawaii. Okay. Okay. Right. He liked you so much uh, on that first date that he wants to take you to Hawaii. Right. Through his dog. Through his dog. And, and go paddle Go on vacation. Right. Okay. So I was confused. I'm like, either the dog, you know, either he's so like <laughs> attached to his dog and the dog's coming or this guy's just using his dog as like the crutch and like security blanket. So again, it was such a letdown for me because I thought this guy was such a great catch and we had like decent conversation on the date. What were you thinking? I was thinking, okay, what's going on here? Is it just me because I'm not a dog person and like, it's hard for me to relate to it. And like, maybe I should be a little bit more, you know, open-minded or is it him like just being like insecure or something he doesn't know how to talk to me just uh, maturely so I it took me a little bit to like figure out just where things stood and how I felt about it and if I wanted to give it more time and what did you ultimately decide like went on another date with him we actually ended up going out to dinner did you see him after that ever again no why didn't you see him again because honestly, I just wasn't feeling the connection that I was hoping to feel. And I also, in the back of my mind, was thinking, you know, he's got this dog that he's really attached to. We talked about the dog a lot on the date. And I thought, mm, it's just not, we're not sharing that same common interest. I like dogs just fine, but not to the level that he apparently does. What did you take away from this experience? I guess I took away that there's really a lot to consider when trying to decide if there's a person you want to you know, continue dating and, you know, and exploring a relationship with, because we actually had a really good conversation. We talked about authenticity and, you know, people's energy and how sometimes, you know, it's not really what a person says or does, but it's like how a person makes you feel. And like if a person has positive energy, like how powerful that can be and how compelling that can be. And I, I grew an awareness around that. That helped me like to tune into when I was on other dates after him. But I also guess I learned that for me, the dog thing was a big deal and we just didn't have enough. That was such a such an important part of his life and something that he probably needed another person too. And we just weren't matching up on that. So I think I learned to just like maybe learn more about the person and their interests and and also to make sure there's enough common ground. But the really good news is that I have a good friend who's actually a dog woman. And I, you know, I'd known that she was really hoping to find, you know, have a man in her life. And so I instantly thought of Peter because he had come to my mind because he's a really high quality person. So that perfect, I'm going to set her up with Peter. So I actually put the two of them in touch and they went out and they, they had a good time with didn't really make the distance, but they enjoyed each other's company and she did not find the dog factor to be 
a problem. You took goodness away from this experience. It seems like it affected your future dates because mm-hmm. what you and he discussed and his right. thoughts and insights that he shared with you yeah, were things definitely. that you internalized and yeah. you were able to grow as a person. No question. And I will say that goes like for all the dates I went on. I feel like I, there was always something positive that I took away from them, whether it was it was some kind of learning. You know, either I met just a really great person or I learned something more about myself or I learned about what was important to me. Um, so, yeah, so it was it was in the end, it was a positive thing. It really was. We ended on good terms. I was completely honest with my feeling. He had an opportunity to meet a great woman and my friend enjoyed him. And that's it. it's all about life and experiences and giving people opportunities and really going to things with an open mind. Given all the dating that you've done, Mm -hmm. do you have any words of wisdom, any dating tips to share with the women who are listening? I do. I do. I would say that you come up with your dating protocol. And for me, it was um, absolutely before agreeing to go out on a date to have a phone conversation with the person just to make sure they're legit. And then secondly, um, having the date be kind of short. And not going out to dinner, but maybe meeting for a cup of coffee or a glass of wine or a walk. I thought that was a really good idea. For sure, if you go out on a few dates, you really want to find out where the person lives. And maybe before they go to your house, I would maybe go, I don't know, maybe go to their house because I have run into instances and I've heard of instances where the man says he's separated or divorced from his wife. And in fact, he's still living with her. So it's important to, to make sure you have an idea of where they live and if they're living by themselves or with their kids. Plus, it's always interesting to see how people live. You get a That's lot right. of uh, learnings, a lot of insights mm-hmm. into the, the guy you're getting to know mm-hmm. if you see where he lives and, how, and what it looks like in terms of cleanliness mm-hmm. and other things. That's right. And if he lives where he says he lives. I had guys tell me they lived in different towns than where they really lived. Really? Mm-hmm. Definitely have an open mind, but it's just really, I think, prudent to do your diligence. Do your diligence. Mm-hmm. Excellent advice. Yeah. Lori, the dog story <laughs> is a memorable oh, one. It sure is. Oh, my God. I, yeah. It's great to have you uh, share it with me and with all the listeners. And I thank you for being on the podcast today, and I wish you all the best. Thank you, and I wish your your listeners all the best, too. Don't be afraid, and also don't give up hope, because there is that needle in the haystack. And I'm really happy, and it took some work and some learning and some experience, but I definitely you know, got what I was looking for. Hooray! Yeah. Hooray. Thank you. Thanks again. Thanks, Jody. What's your take on this first date story? Do you have thoughts about it? Maybe you had a flashback to a date you went on once. We want to hear from you. Please go to firstdatestories forward slash podcast to post your comments, connect with other women, and listen to more episodes. While you're on the website, make sure to check out the articles about dating longer and later in life. If you have a memorable first date story that you want to share with other women, please go to firstdatestories.com forward slash share and tell us about it. We might invite you to be a guest on a future podcast episode 
or to publish a short story you've written about your date on our website. After all, that's what FirstDateStories.com is all about, creating a place for women to share our stories and connect around our dating experiences. And now for the legalese. This podcast is for general information and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as professional advice for our listeners. We suggest that you always consult with your own personal coaches and advisors. First Date Stories does not recommend or endorse or object to the views or topics expressed on this podcast. Also, the names of the guests and the men who they've dated are often changed for privacy purposes. You can subscribe to this podcast at firstdatestories.com, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. First Date Stories, the podcast, is produced and edited by Kim Paletti of Soundline Productions and is brought to you by Espoir Ventures. Thanks for listening. And keep going on those first dates, because beyond your next first date may be the long-term love you are seeking.